When it comes to events and activities possible at the University of Maryland, there are a lot of options. You can hit the bars on the weekends or Tuesdays if you're feeling loony. You can catch a game with the football or basketball team. You can catch free movies, play sports, and grab a bite of ice cream. But one event is a highlight of the semester, all-nighter. STEM Student Union hosts the all-nighter every semester for students to see live performances, participate in games, win prizes, and spend time together. I'm Tola Talabi. For this episode of Offbeat, we travel to STEM on Friday to stay up all night with University of Maryland community members. Abby Callis, the program coordinator for student engagement for student entertainment events, likes to see all-nighter as, quote, menagerie of different student orgs and departments. So the, the goal is to bring a bunch of different organizations together in the hub of campus is the, the line that we're given, but I always just joke it's a night of fun and different free stuff that you can get here on campus. Yeah. Yeah. But when did all-nighter get its start? The first all-nighter happened all the way back in 1981, where the hottest activities at the time included barbecue, bluegrass, reggae music, and a tug-of-war contest. Events and activities typically lasted until 3 in the morning. In the more than four decades since, All Nighter has grown to include a plethora of different events and themes. This year's All Nighter was reality television themed. Events included a student survivor competition, a RuPaul-inspired student drag race, and Big Brother Bingo. The event was marketed as, quote, the most dramatic all-nighter ever. What else? Yeah, so we're bringing reality TV show stars here. We're playing reality TV in different rooms. Um, the names are so creative. Like, if you go to the website, like, British Bake Off, Build a Turp, Jersey Shore Trucker Hats, like, yeah. Wipe Out with Big Ball Inflatable. Like, it's all reality TV competition themes, things of that sort. Last year's All-Nighter featured a Candyland theme. The year before that centered around time travel with an alien Kermit the Frog beaming up a prehistoric dinosaur. In 2021, All-Nighter was a hybrid event that spanned all of February because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Since then, the event has taken place during the first two weeks of February. After this yap fest of a history lesson, I'm sure you're wondering, Geez, Offbeat, what actually makes it so exciting? Well, my fellow reporter, Caroline Pecora, and I learned on Friday night. Here's what students enjoyed most about this year's All-Nighter. Anyone can attend All-Nighter. That means someone like Isaac Witte, a local high school student and longtime breakdancer, was able to participate in the event's breakdancing battle circuit, which was named after the hit reality show, so you think you can dance. I actually started breakdancing when I was five. So it wasn't anything crazy. This is like one of the smaller events. Um, and just in terms of like the ones that I usually go to. But it's a dope local event. So uh, I was just pretty like chill when I was competing. I wasn't super like worried about anything. The breakdancing competition hosted by B Terps quickly got heated. Students and visitors spun around one another in the STAMP activities room. Junior math and English major Ella Herr got to take a look at the breakdancing scene. Here's what she had to say about it. 
It was really nice. Um, I've never seen breakdancing before, you know. Um, I wasn't able to see people at the beginning, but like I found my window. Um, and everyone's really good, so it was nice. Are you ready? All-Nighter comes with exclusive merchandise that students can only obtain by attending the event. This year, there were four pins to collect. The merch featured Bachelor Kermit in a tuxedo holding a rose, Testudo wearing a chef's hat, Roman columns with the words STEM Student Survivor emblazoned around them, and a blue All-Nighter pin with a stand-up mic logo. One All-Nighter Highlight this year was a survivor-themed event where student organizations competed in challenges against one another. These challenges included as scavenger hunts, trivia, and other games. The student group winners received money to use on their club's next event. Grace Oriana, a senior immersive media and design major and a member of United Students Against Sweatshops Local 54, talk to us about one of the many challenges. A link, like a Google Docs link, and the challenge was to count things in SAMP, so we counted how many hours Chirp Zone has, how many pictures were in the food court, things like that. Um, and the people who had the right numbers made it to the next round. And there's different themes to each round, so the next round, I believe, is called building. I don't know what that means yet, but um, I'm excited to figure it out. And figure it out they did. Okay, judges, three... Two, one. <laughs> freshman mechanical engineering major Hannah Shiree and freshman computer science major Sunjana Biswanathan were in line to view their own stuffed animals when they told us about their all-nighter experiences. I mean, we want to watch the British Bake Off while we and I think they're playing the British Bake Off. It's like a combined event, so you get to like build a stuffed animal and then also watch the British Bake Off. And like, yeah. I love cooking and baking, and so does she. So yeah. I guess that aspect, and just being with other students. Much like the other events available Friday night, the stuffed turtles, otters, beavers, and llamas were in limited supply. Some senior students, including computer science major. Kaylee Clark and biology major Juliana Korn told us about the stuffed animals they chose. Um, I got a little octopus uh, build-a-turf. As soon as I saw that there was an octopus, I knew I wanted it. So I'm really glad that they still had them when we got there. I picked the llama because it's super huggable. Like I just have had it under my arm since then, and I've already grown attached. In the colony ballroom, Attendees had the opportunity to watch Stamp's mini version of the hit reality show, Wipeout. We spoke to freshman bioengineering major, Soma Habar, about their triumphs and tribulations during the game. It didn't look that hard until I actually went up to the front and looked at it. And yeah, like, recovery is impossible. Like, once you fall off one of the balls, you can't get back up, and yeah, it's kind of just worth giving up after the second one, because, yeah, those things are so wobbly, and I literally fall between those two, and then I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore, so I just walked off. Yeah, there was only one person so far, like, out of 20 people that actually completed it. 
On the other hand, freshman biochemistry major and self-proclaimed wipeout aficionado Bull Carter managed to complete the course. His advice, persevere no matter what. Um, uh, long legs are preferred. I think for someone like my size, it was really a challenge that I had to overcome being um, on the shorter side of the spectrum. But I think in the end of the day, it's all a mindset. You just have to really want it. And all in honor ran until 1 a.m., which was Terp Zone sponsored bowling. The event also featured Jeopardy with Terpsville, a comedy showcase of student drag race and bingo, which featured Matt and Jack from reality TV show Big Brother. All-Nighter had something for everyone, but by the end of the night, Corn said All-Nighter reminded her of the sense of community present at Stamp. Um, I think it's cute. Like, it definitely, because UMD is so big, but things like this remind you that it can be a lot smaller, especially like on campus, if you're just considering on campus people. Um, and I think that events like this just kind of help remind you that even though it's a huge school, you do see like some of the same people and like there is a community within the undergrad population. Yeah. This has been another episode of Offbeat a podcast from the Diamondback. I'm your host, Tolu Talabi. Reporting for this episode was done by Caroline Pecora and me. This episode's scripting and editing was done by Aaron Wright. Follow Offbeat on Twitter at DBKOffBeat and follow the Diamondback on Twitter and Instagram at the DBK. You can find a transcript of this episode at dbknews.com. If you like this episode, tell your friends. Take care.